Well, good morning, my friend. Welcome to the Pastor's Podcast. Good to have you with me on Wednesday morning and looking forward to a great day here at the Maranatha Baptist Church inside my office this morning. Um, had some good planning meetings yesterday for the Old Paths Conference. Just four weeks away. Man, it's coming, it's coming fast. You're going to want to register for it. Go to oldpathsconference.com. If you're coming, we want you to come. Be a part of it. You're not going to want to miss it, my friend, and I'd encourage you, you come be a part of this great conference. It's going to be a great year. Some of the lessons that are going to be taught, I think that you're going to find to be very, very helpful. I'll kind of t- tell you about them a little bit later on if I can, but I want you to know we're going to have a good time, and I want you to come be a part of it. So it's March 18, 19, 20. Starts at 7 o'clock on Monday night, goes through Wednesday night, ends on Wednesday night, three days. And um, free to come. Want you to register now. You come be a part of it. We're going to have a great time. And I would encourage you. I would encourage you. Let's see what we can do to see what we can to influence our nation to be faith driven. And boy, how we need to have faith that drives us to do something great for God. And boy, there's a wonderful um, lesson right there. I'd encourage you to do that. And then, of course, tonight, our Wednesday night Bible study, Maranatha Baptist Church. Don't forget, you come be a part of that as we continue our series in the book of Genesis. Tonight, we're going to talk about the fall of man and, um, and how that, how, sadly, that, that, um, the, the pattern doesn't stop today. And, um, and I want to talk about that tonight. You come be a part of this great Wednesday night Bible study. If you're in the area, 7 o'clock, you be here on time. We've got a lot of things going on tonight, so I want you to make sure that you're here. Well, today, let's, I, I just want to talk to you about... Um, there's a little phrase, but there were false prophets. I just want to talk to you about some things I've learned about how to keep myself from false prophets. Second Peter 2, 1 says, But there were false prophets also among the people, even as there shall be false teachers among you, who privately shall bring in damnable heresies, even denying the Lord that brought them, notice, and bring upon themselves swift destruction. 2 Peter 1, 21 says, For the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. Now, this is the verse that precedes the verse, but there were false prophets. Now, that's very interesting. So, in other words, every time God's word is given, you'll always find that false prophets quickly move in. Um, Let me illustrate. You'll likely notice that when you go soul winning and lead someone to Christ, False prophets are quick to move in to pull that new convert away from doing right and and even going to another church. It's amazing that these false prophets did not care about that person's soul until after they got saved. And by the way, they still don't care about them. You see, um, where were these false prophets before that person ever got saved? If they cared so much for that person's soul, you would think they would have been out trying to bring that people to ch- that person to church and trying to get them saved. Yeah, I'm always amazed. I lead someone to Christ, and they, they weren't going to church. They wouldn't lead them to Christ, come to church a couple times, and all of a sudden, now their home church, where they used to go before they got saved, they didn't care for their soul, said, hey, why don't you, you need to come back here. Now, why is that? I'll tell you why. False prophets always move in. Satan's pattern is always send false prophets to those after God's word has been given. He not only sends false prophets, but he sends them privately into your midst. They took, they, they look like us, but they don't believe like us. They dress and talk like us, but they don't believe like you, or else they would not try to change the beliefs of others, get this now, privately. 
if a person is so right, why are they going behind the back of a pastor to try to sway people away from a church? If you're so right, don't be afraid to, and I'm talking about good churches. I'm not talking about heretical places. I'm talking about good churches. Every believer has to be careful about false prophets that would try to change their beliefs. Now, I want to give you several things that I do to avoid these false prophets. First, I realize that I am capable of changing. Anyone who believes they will never change is filled with pride. And the, the, and the destruction by false doctrine is going to end up being your destination, whether you like it or not. Pride makes you think you can handle reading or listening to false doctrine without it changing you. But it's always, get this now, it's always changed someone. Many good people have been changed by this mindset. Well, I can take in the good, spit out the bones. No, you're going to choke on the bones one day. And by the way, you may take in that good, but that good has been tainted by the bad. Keep your guard up by remembering that you're capable of changing into false doctrine. Anybody is, myself included. Better men than I have changed, so I've got to guard myself. Second, I don't revisit what I settled years ago. Many years ago, I settled what I believed. So I, I, I don't need to revisit to see if I'm right. I preferably settled my beliefs years ago. And to revisit what I believe puts question in my mind as to what I believe, which is exactly how Satan changes us and lures in false prophets. He throws in the question to get us to all of a sudden, now that we start looking, settle what you believe from God's word. And once you have settled it, never revisit that decision again. I said it a long time ago. King James Bible is the inspired and preserved word of God. I don't need some doctor mess me up to try to tell me I, my Bible is not correct. Listen to me. They're so correct. They're so, they're so, these guys who don't believe the King James Bible, they're so stupid. And I use that word in every sense of the, of the way I can. They're so stupid. They can't tell you which one is God's word. If they're so smart, tell me which one it is. And some of you guys that go to Bob Jones University and you, and you speak there and say it's a good place when they don't use the King James Bible. God help you. Don't tell me your old time. You and your little beards that look like your, like your, like your, like your grandpa from, from, that's about ready to die. And I'm not saying that beards are wrong. I am saying this. I'm just sick and tired of these little young preachers and middle-aged preachers that, that they preach anywhere and everywhere. It doesn't matter if they believe the King James Bible or not. And they try to say they're independent Baptists. Watch out for these false preachers. That's what they are. They're a false preacher. I said a little long time ago what I believe about the King James Bible. I said a long time ago what I believe about the local independent Baptist church. I said a long time ago soul winning is right. Said a long time ago faith is the right way to live. Said a long time ago that you push the great men of old. Don't try to tear them down. I'm not listening to me. I'm tired of these of these young guys. They 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 knew what they believed years ago because I preached to them when they were teenagers. Now today they they come after me and guys like me because you know why they revisited it and they should have never revisited. They let a doctor mess me up, mess them up. Third. I don't read or listen to people who don't believe the King James Bible is the inspired and preserved word of God. Now, God gave us an inspired and preserved word to his people. And the next thing you see were the false prophets privately moving into the church congregation to sway their thinking. Never let the dumb people who cannot figure out the Bible is inspired and preserved word of God have any part of your life. And you'll protect yourself from false doctrine. Too many of our guys are running to, guy, to, to, um, the, to the Rick Warrens who doesn't believe 
in the blood in a in a blood salvation doesn't believe the blood's necessary for salvation. But is a Calvinist that believes that God he's a, he's a thick Calvinist. He he believes that 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 you don't have a choice whether to get saved or not. And yet our guys, I'm talking guys that supposedly are us, taking pictures with them and say, "Oh, this is a great man." No, they're not a great man, and you need to stop running with them. Tired of this? You influence hundreds of people. And then you put this guy out who's a heretic. Let me tell you something. I'm telling you, don't, don't, you don't, I don't read these guys. I don't listen to them. Why? Because I'm trying to keep myself from false prophets forth. I realize that just because someone sounds good and dresses like me does not mean they believe like me. False prophets often come, uh, often don't come in looking like false prophets. They come in looking like us. Then they get behind the pastor's back and they begin to privately sway people away into false doctrine. Now you watch out for these people who want to have Bible studies without the pastor's permission. Watch out for them. They always act smart, but they're not smart. Listen to me. They're not too smart for God and God will see it. They're likely about ready to change your doctrine. Now if what a person is doing is right, they don't need to be afraid to get the pastor's permission to teach God's word to these people. I'm saying right now, I do what I can to protect myself from false doctrine. You'd better do the same. Any of us are capable of changing. False prophets will always move in into every church, every church. I don't care how good it is, they will move in. And somehow they'll weasel their way into some sort of little position. Then they start going behind the pastor's back. You watch out for these yahoos, and you stay away from them. And I'll say this, and I'll go one step further. You watch out for these national pastors who are more interested in everything else than doing what God tells us to do. I'm tired of our guys letting the false prophets come in. They'll push politics. They push false preachers. They, they push, uh, they, they're, uh, they're against the soul winning, that what we believe in the bus ministry. And you watch out for them. I'm telling you right now, they'll sway us. And, when and, and one day, you'll be, you'll be an old person. Think, well, I didn't change. Yeah, you changed. Listen to your old sermons. Look where you used to stand. And you'll find out you've changed. My, my, biggest, my biggest fear, I don't want to change. I want to always be what I've always been. I don't want to change. If I want to change, the change is getting closer to God. I'll use this illustration and I'll be done. I often say about Dr. Jack Hiles, who was my pastor, he, was the, he, he had his strongest, he was strongest positionally for the word of God when he died. He, now, he grew up in a liberal Southern Baptist movement. But he grew, and he grew, and he grew, and he grew. That's the change I want. I don't want the change that I go away from what I know I already believe. You watch out. False preachers will come into your life, your church. Let's be careful about them so that we don't fall to their, to their false doctrine. Well, my friend, I hope this helps you today. Now, let's be good to everyone that we meet today. Everyone's having a tough time. We'll see you on tomorrow. Have a great day.